0: episode five of Outside the 9 to 5. Today, we are going to be getting into health and fitness, specifically conversations Kevin and I have around the physical and primarily mental benefits of getting uncomfortable. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Simply put, Kevin and I are going through the trials and tribulations of young adulthood similar to you guys. And with that, let's get into the episode and we hope you enjoy. All right, my man. I know this is an important one for us, and uh, one I feel like we've recorded four times now.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit, little bit of deja vu. Here. I know, dude.
0: I know. I mean, the reality is, though, I think it's such an important topic to us. So, like, we really just want to kind of make it good, you know? Yeah, it's
1: also a can of worms, you know, health and fitness. Well, and that's you can why we
0: get down so many different paths.
1: Yeah. So, there's so many different ways to chop that up. Chop it up. Yeah. If you watch Game Changers on Netflix, you know, I have it. Most people are become vegan bible bible beaters after that
0: you're not vegan are you
1: not to say that's wrong are you a vegan i love animals but no i'm not a vegan dude i don't think i could live
0: without meat
1: oh really dude what yeah you were you were you were grabbing that uh podcast stand a little odd Uh, oh dude don't
0: tell people we have this sweet new podcast set up and i i made an inappropriate joke about grabbing a shaft
1: yeah (laughs) super inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) but yeah colton asked me the other day, you know, are, are we legit now? And I was like, "Well, if we're not, at least we look it." Yeah, at least you look it, dude. <laughs> you
0: got to dress for the what is it? You got to dress for the job you want, not the one you have. So that's what we're doing here.
1: Look at you firing off the quotes already <sighs> today. Look at I'm that. I'm
0: good, dude. I'm young. Know, the ru- student has become the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running on like four hours of change of sleep. Yeah, so Colton's an absolute maniac. <laughs> you you just got me excited bro so what are we going to get into today what are we going to talk about yeah we're
1: getting into i think you mentioned it a little bit earlier but health and fitness specifically the physical and mainly the mental benefits that you get from getting uncomfortable yep
0: physically yep um and i think one thing that you know give us give, give me like two minutes on your upbringing in terms of like sports and, and background just like with physical fitness i don't want it to go long like we, we've kind of done previously but like Give, give give me some background on it and how it's kind of transitioned for you real quick.
1: Yeah, I'll give you a little background. So I, growing up, I was super hyperactive. Yeah. My parents immediately knew that I needed to be enrolled in sports 24-7. So growing up, I was always playing a sport. I was always being active, always running around. That was just my main level. Yeah. Was, go. My main level of operation was was go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. So going into high school, you know, played three different sports the worst parts of the year for me were those two week transition periods in between sports. Yeah. So throughout high school, I noticed those were the worst times for me, mainly because I wasn't getting that physical benefit. Yeah. I then went to swim in college. I knew I wanted to play a sport in college. It was huge for me. Yeah. Big on structure that automatically forced you to structure things. So that was big for me and continued to swim and lift throughout college Obviously, I started picking up lifting because,
0: yeah. you know. You got to get the biceps. You got to get the biceps. You got to get the biceps. <laughs> maybe some
1: biceps, maybe some triceps. <laughs> Chest. <laughs> definitely never legs in college. Never. No way. No, no way. Legs, just, just toothpicks out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So after college, graduating, I was super excited to really start lifting more because when you swim and then you try to lift, it's like you've done a whole workout that exhausts your muscles and then you go to try to put up weight and it's you just look it's it's rough
0: yeah i, I can't and you can't swimming. you
1: can't really build a ton of muscle through swimming you yeah. got to stay lean for the most part yeah so it, going from that i was super excited to be able to finally like bulk up and yeah build some muscle and do things along those lines so i started bodybuilding pretty heavily, just. Typical splits, finding workout regiments, like yeah. 10 to 15-week workout regiments online. Then after that, I started to get a little bored with all that. Yeah. And something I've always wanted to do is triathlons. So I started pursuing that, training for yeah. that. Did a number of different length triathlons. Did a half Ironman. That was the last one I did. That's huge, dude. And then jumped into doing CrossFit because actually one of my coworkers, who was a coach right around the corner of a gym... At a gym that we currently both go to, CrossFit yeah. Royalty, he was like walked up to me into the in the office and was was like, "When are you gonna come over and do some CrossFit?" And I was like, "I don't know, dude. I just finished this Ironman. I don't know what I'm doing." He little was like, dig. When are you gonna stop being a pussy, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Little dig." I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'm coming tomorrow." Yeah, so, love it. Did a little did a little free trial and. I mean, after the second workout, I loved it, even though my body was completely broken down. Yeah, destroyed. Destroyed. So, ton of fun. Continue to do that today. You know, hoping to cross the finish line of a full Ironman in the spring with you,
0: dude. Let's go get it, bro. So, that's
1: where I'm currently at.
0: Yeah. Jumping to you. Um, so, since we've kind of tried to record this before, um, it's so interesting that yours was just kind of subconscious. Because for me, I was a big athlete, man. And, like, growing up, sports were a big part of my life. But I was never super in shape, I would say. Like I was always kind of a little overweight. Um, yeah,
1: that's that's a huge difference. And I'm sorry to
0: cut you off no, there, but we dude, come from completely We're learning.
1: We're learning. Completely different backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Which is interesting because I always had trouble gaining weight as
0: a yeah. kid. And I was just overweight, man. Like if nutrition – like my mom knew a lot about nutrition. I just don't think it was a primary focus for our family, and I don't think it's as relevant. I don't think that kind of situation where nutrition – isn't a huge part of a family, isn't as relevant now, at least for the people were around. I feel like there's a lot more research and people are way more studied and there's a lot more available information on it. But with that being said, I'm getting a little sidetracked. But um, so that was kind of my upbringing. I, I didn't really have a lot of information or I didn't really focus on the nutritional aspect of my life then. And so I kind of turned out to like get cut from my varsity soccer team sophomore year not because I didn't have like the skill set I was definitely good enough I just was overweight man and like I'll never forget that day when like my coach told me you didn't make the team it was raining I know exactly where I was I went home and cried literally the entire way that really changed my life and I kind of just got into physical fitness to see that like Action result mentality where I ran every day. I ate better so I could make my varsity soccer team And that's really how I got into fitness man. And you know, it's transitioned throughout college You know, I wanted to look at in college and now here we are in very similar circumstances when it comes to physical fitness, which is so interesting and kind of to your point it's like we took very different paths but now right i did a marathon last year we're talking about training for this triathlon we do crossfit every day and for a similar reason i think i transitioned from bodybuilding to crossfit i was so bored man like i can't do i can't do biceps and tricep curls anymore i just i was so bored i tried it literally this past week and after 20 minutes i was like I'm so bored. I couldn't do it, dude. I couldn't do it. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, Monday is like international chest Chester. and tries day. Chester, <laughs> dude. Good, luck the the yeah, good luck getting a bench. Good luck getting a bench. Yeah, in yeah.
1: college, that was insane. But, yeah, 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 I totally hear that. So, But something I'm noticing is between both of us, you know, something that motivated me to be active and work out was to basically tone down my – my activity level just Uh, so I can focus, but also a main reason was for physical looks. Yeah. Right? And I think that's where everybody, a lot of people start off with that motivation. But we're going to jump into, which is something we've both seen, is the the mental benefits of working out, which, I mean, in my opinion, really trump and belittle the physical, actual benefits as well.
0: I totally agree with you. And the one thing I just want to kind of say... Or or talk about real quick is do you feel like now that we've done fitness or we've been in fitness for like six years it's a huge part of our life you know pretty much do it every day and think about it a good bit do you think that you have just seen like the action result of just working out so much that you're like okay i need more now like you've seen okay if i work out If I lift this amount of weight and I eat the right amount of calories, I'll get to this point. And you know that, right? Like just the physical benefits will come. Like it's an action result type of sequence. Yeah, absolutely Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't couldn't agree with that more. It's it's the same thing with just meeting goals in any aspect of your life, right? You know, if you hit certain goals, you know, you're gonna start to progress further. As long as those goals are directed in the right way. Yeah. Right? You know, you're not overreaching or doing things along those lines that might be construed Attainable. as on yeah doing things improperly yeah. you know yeah. what <laughs> my are you favorite thinking about? account on instagram which i'm currently still off what are you thinking update, about
0: what do you think about
1: is jim fails on i've never seen that instagram oh, it's the funniest account ever it's just people doing absurd things in gym room gym, okay. uh, Like <laughs> gym room gym rooms it's a new it's a new concept but uh no, just gyms in, in general. Typically, they're like LA Fitnesses or okay. something along those lines. But just it's being the like, like d bags, yeah, no, it's I the classic like just going and picking up a ninety and doing yeah. a bicep curl. But it's really just like a, it's an underground softball pitch to your to your
0: oh to, to your, your shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, just <laughs> it's like it this guy's just
1: tearing tendons
0: oh, in his arm. I, so I I felt so unflexible when I was doing bodybuilding because i never stretched i've never seen anyone stretch in the gym in my life when you're at like an la fitness or just yeah a big commercial i show. mean it's
1: not functional one yeah. but yeah i mean it's always nice to look we're giving us better
0: we're giving a small promo for crosser right now i don't yeah, know if we're gonna get any I, dollars I, this from is that. something
1: i was i was thinking about we we're gonna have to try to avoid is, oh. is bible beating crossfit yeah but i agree with you i think what we'll talk about is why yeah, why? And also, that there's other things out there besides CrossFit that can get you to a similar place, but it's about getting uncomfortable. And in terms of bodybuilding and just doing static movements along yeah. those lines, you mean the only place you really get into a, a really, really uncomfortable spot is yeah. like if you're doing a large set of squats or deadlifts. You can and do most, some drop
0: sets, dude. Yeah, we're I, gonna have some. we dude. I don't know. I I don't know if I agree because some people, I, I and I've you know some people I follow like they really look at that like mind muscle connection and really think about it like to a mental degree that I would say a majority of people when it comes to like bodybuilding type movements don't do. So I I don't want to. Yeah, maybe you'll prove me wrong. Maybe you'll prove. Maybe we'll prove Kevin wrong, but the, the, the reason I was saying that, I I just think there's so much information on the physical benefits, and that's kind of why we want to do mental because I think people out there, if they research how to lose weight for three minutes or look up a YouTube video, it's so easy to understand the concept of, if you want to lose weight, right, burn more calories than you eat every day. like it's almost that simple. I know there's nuances, but a lot of losing weight and maybe we'll get into this on another podcast just about like my story more primarily, but a lot of it's emotional. Like it, it's such like a cause and effect relationship with the physical benefits to cross or to cross <laughs> to physical fitness that we, we, I, I want to get into the mental cause I think that's where you and I are going to unpack a lot for ourselves.
1: Yeah. I know what you're saying. It is, it is one of those things that's, calories in calories out yeah to a certain extent depending on if you have you know you're you're in a normal health condition and you I don't agree. have any kind of hypothyroid or
0: anything i might have been lines. making a blanket statement you're making a very blanket statement. i'm sorry Some people dude have i'm really sorry
1: Effed up metabolism so in that in that sense maybe it's not as simple as that but it's
0: it is for
1: the majority of people it's one of those things again that we we cross over that's simple but in no stretch of the no, imagination, it's so, it's easy. It's
0: so hard. It's right? so hard.
1: But yeah, the physical benefits, I mean, we can go over the physical benefits pretty quickly yeah.
0: for the most part. Do you want to do it?
1: Yeah. I mean, one thing I'll, I'll hit on yeah. right off the bat is you know, if you're physically fit, you're going to have less body fat on your body, right? Yeah. And you're going to have be carrying less weight, and statistically, if you're at a healthier weight you have less health
0: problems, right? A hundred percent. And I mean, one thing I'll just add to that, I would say my endurance ability when I got cut from that soccer team, right? 90% of my speed increase over that six months, right? Because I think we had to run like a 530 mile in the year before I ran like seven minutes, right? And then the next year I came back and ran like a 522. 90% of that increase in speed if you're following me here, it was because of I, I lost like 50 pounds, right? I was just – what's Right.
1: The, you were just carrying less weight. I was carrying right? less weight,
0: right? Power to weight ratio. That Power was what I was, was looking weight. for. Wow. You used that term with Let me the done. other day and I'm trying to sound <laughs> smart, bro. I'm trying to
1: sound smart. Yeah. Just the disclosure. There may be some bro science in this in this podcast. Bro All bro science. Just a little bro science. But yeah. I mean another thing is is bone density as well. You know, you it's it, – Been shown in multiple studies that people who lift weights or under strain of of weights have higher bone density as they grow older.
0: Really? Oh, so you just physically? I didn't know that. You do a lot more of the. I think you do a lot more of the research aspect. I feel like I'm more bro science, where I'm just like, dude, I want to look good, I want to feel good, I want to all the mental benefits we're gonna get into, but. I don't do as much as the analytical research, but there are some good people out there. Have you ever listened to Jeff Nippard on YouTube? Is it Nippard or Nippard? Nippard. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he's got some great Dude, he's got some great material. Say, on he it.
1: is the the solution to the bro science on YouTube. Yeah. He's got some great stuff out there and it's always backed by peer reviewed journals yeah
0: because he's like a he's i think he's got a bs in kinesiology or something yeah, like something, that
1: something like that
0: <laughs> who else do you listen to I, I just out of curiosity before we jump into the into the mental side of things
1: um it's a lot of that and then also just in, incidental like knowledge online like you i'm looking i'm thinking about something i'm looking something up I, i'll just like go around and start reading stuff yeah. it's just something that's i'm personally curious about because when i i look at things i i look at the cause and effect and i also want to know like what what is that relationship.
0: Yeah, interesting.
1: And what's the benefit? I'm more
0: like a tester. Like I'm like you are a tester, dude. I'm like, wow if I stretch Yeah, it's good to test things out. If I stretch for fifteen minutes, will this make me feel better if I do this every day? (laughs) Obviously the underlying assumption there is yes, but yeah, I just I don't know, I'm more of a tester when it comes to fitness and stuff like that. But do you want to kind of get into the mental stuff right now? Yeah, I, last I think,
1: physical benefit I think we're all missing is you look better naked, right? Oh, isn't that so isn't that great?
0: true, dude? So true. You look better when you walk in front of the mirror. You're like, damn, dude, you look you look solid today. Pretty good, dude. <laughs> damn. Um, yeah, agreed. So, with the mental benefits, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start with this?
1: Personally, I guess I'll I'll start because a lot of my journey revolves around that. Like I said earlier. You know, the worst two weeks I had every single year as a high school kid was the two weeks in between my seasons when I wasn't doing anything. Right. So I noticed from like, from a pretty young age that when I don't get active, yeah, I am a nightmare <laughs> to be around. So number one for me, you know, when I work out, I'm a better person. Okay. I'm just better. When I work out, I release... I just release a large amount of energy. Yeah, and because I release a lot of that energy, I'm just I'm a happier person. Right on top of that, there's a lot
0: of chemicals that release from your brain, like mentally, right when you're working out.
1: Yeah, oh, there's the bro That's the bro That's how our chemicals. I think They're there's a from your brain. Like, wait, what's it called?
0: What What are those chemicals called? I don't know. Or it's called dopamine. Dopamine—that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Got Sorry about that. Dopamine. Dopamine. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: but you're getting that release during the work during that workout, and you feel that like lightness you feel after. Yeah. When you finally call your breath, that's that release that you feel. That's why exercise is. You know, a lot of people there's actually exercise addicts, which I might classify
0: myself in. I. Yeah, but I agree with you there.
1: Uh, I don't think it's to an unhealthy extent no, right now. Yeah. But, yeah, there's that chemical release, which is great. On top of that, it's just it, – it, I feel just like a better person after that. And I'm, I, I know my, I can regulate my emotions better after I've already gone through that.
0: Do you feel more in control? Like uh, not – maybe control is not the right word I'm looking for here. But do you just feel like more balanced? Is that a good word? Yeah, that's a, that's a good word. That's a great
1: word because I feel like I wake up every day and I'm a little unbalanced because my energy is over the top,
0: yeah. and I just need to bring that down. You that's know? interesting. I, I don't have those feelings at <laughs> all. I, I mean, and, yeah, and this is why we're talk. I mean, this yeah. is why I wanted to talk about it because I, I, I think even though we're in similar like standpoints from a fitness like. We're in similar as we're we're in similar places from a fitness aspect. Sorry. You got it. You got I'm the <laughs> Too much caffeine, not enough sleep. Um that like you kind of do it for different reasons than me even though we both talk about the mental benefits.
1: Yeah, it definitely started physically <laughs> yeah. for me.
0: That's where we both but were.
1: yeah. The it's really become about the uh, really about the mental benefit that I get from working out every day.
0: And the largest one if I heard you correctly, is that you just feel like you get some release of your energy. You feel more balanced and you honestly just feel like kind of more in control of your emotions and just your overall like psychological state. Yeah, it, exactly right. Plus the fact, you know, if
1: you do this in the morning, you work out in the, in the morning before anything else is yeah. started. You've already completed that task. Yeah. So circling back to, you know, if you want to change the world, make your bed by Admiral McRaven. Great book highlight to
0: one of the episodes we just released i think it was four right yeah i think so i forget i forget exactly which one books to read books to read go Mm -hmm. listen
1: but if you want to win the like start off your day by winning a small battle yeah um so that starts with making your bed for for him and reading that book and it's also a speech on youtube for me that another great it's a bit of a bigger battle is working out in the morning and if you can go in and crush a workout get through it And you've already got that completed, I feel like I've already won.
0: That's where I am. That's way more where I am. Yeah. One, I just feel so confident in a weird way that I just feel so good about accomplishing that task in the beginning of the day, you know. And then it's kind of it continues to continues to roll for me, right? Like right after that, I read. And I'm on then I'm working by like seven or seven thirty. I just feel like I've accomplished such a big aspect of my day at that point that it, it feels like a win already at seven thirty. Yeah, know? when
1: when did you start seeing that that benefit? More more so on the mental side than the physical side for you?
0: When I got out of college, man, like I, I, I felt like a pretty confident individual in terms of my looks coming out of college. Um and I know some people might struggle with that still, but that wasn't something that I th- thought a-, a ton about, you know, how I looked. I just felt an increase of confidence when I was talking with people that were older than me or, you know, working next to people that were in the same job as me with five years more experience. And I wanted to succeed. I wanted to feel additional layers of confidence. And I got that through getting uncomfortable every morning at the CrossFit gym, dude. Like, doing some workout where i feel like i'm gonna die for the last 10 minutes of the workout we're <laughs> like i look at you we always have these moments where kevin dude we always have these moments bro where it's like what are we what are we doing right now
1: dude it's it's all it's always this moment where i'm thinking i'm like dude can you just slow down yeah can you please just slow down and it, it's always like he <laughs> we always end up speeding up. It's the fucking worst. Yeah,
0: but th- that is where. But it's also
1: the best, right? Because at the end of the workout, you look back on that, and you're like, "Oh wow!" Like, I didn't know I was going to be able to do that. No.
0: As I did it, I pushed myself for 45 minutes an hour, whatever that CrossFit class is, and it allows me to then again continue that pushing myself mentality in other areas of my life you know that's the mentality i carry i'm going to push myself in this crossfit workout at 5 30 i'm going to get up and then i'm going to you know read 10 pages and then i'm going to make those uncomfortable calls it really just transcends any physical benefit to it being um i would say nine 80 percent mental for me now at this point right like I, I want to look good and still feel good but a lot of it now is just the carryover to other aspects of my life
1: yeah, and that's why you see a lot of people reach that stage where they look good, but yeah. they're still working out, right? So, for I feel like a lot of people, it's oh, that's why are you still why are you still pursuing this? Is like why are you still working out? You still you look great, you know? You're ripped. Why are you yeah. doing it? And it's because the mental benefit they start receiving, that. and that's really where like when I started being just generally happy with the way I looked, yeah, that's when I started seeing the being able to focus a little bit more on the mental benefits. So that might be a little bit of an obstruction for some people. However, I have always felt that.
0: That's interesting. That piece. Yeah. I guess
1: more, I just some more focus on the mental
0: part now. Yeah, because you never really dealt with like, I mean, you obviously wanted to get physically better, but it wasn't to a, a point or something that other people like myself might have struggled with where you had insecurity about the way you looked, right? Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I never even thought about that. So what have you done from a, a, a fitness standpoint recently, Kev, to kind of push yourself mentally? Because you're saying, you know, you got all these mental benefits that you think about in terms of fitness. I know you mentioned the triathlon. Was that a big one for you?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So that was
1: the Ironman, the half Ironman. I already started What's doing What's the difference
0: between a triathlon and an Ironman? So they're the, the, I the same it. thing. Okay. All right. So a triathlon I, I is
1: just, yeah, it's okay. I'll, it's a triathlon is swim, bike, run in that order. Okay. So there's just different lengths of triathlons. Yeah. So you start with like the Olympic length, which is technically a, just under a mile swim, I think a 25 mile bike, and then a 10K, which is about a six, 6.2 mile run. Got it. And then you start to bump up in stages from there. And there's even shorter sprint triathlons as yeah. well, which are a little bit more fun um, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. But if that's challenging for somebody that – I mean, for most people, I swam in college. So the swimming part God isn't a factor. Dolphin. Yeah. I'm a fr- I'm freaking Michael Phelps, uh, dude. Yeah, no. yeah, shut up. Just kidding. Shut up. Stop <laughs> gassing yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. I got a problem with that. Um, but yeah, That's
0: why I'm here. I'm to humble you. Yeah. Humble. Humble.
1: Knock me down. <laughs> so – the swimming part is is very hard. Yeah, it's a hard daunting line. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, for me that came a little bit easier just cuz I swam in college. Yeah. So I was able to progress with that, but yeah, sprint triathlons, that's where a lot of people start off. I then my goal was to train for a half Ironman. That yep. was all. That's always been the goal. I remember. Was to get to that and to get to a really the main goal is to finish a full Ironman, but I figured, you know, it's probably good to finish half, half of one first. You know, before just jumping out there and trying to do all that shit. But a half Iron Man is a 1.2 mile swim, a 56 mile bike, and a half marathon. So distances that aren't necessarily mind boggling, uh, it seems somewhat realistic for me to do. You, you got to shape th- your
0: perspective here, man. All right. Well, it's, it's, th- it's difficult. Yeah. It's okay. very difficult. Well, I, all three I do is, like to tell part. you you're good at stuff. So yeah. realize that those distances are very hard and
1: yeah i was so, just fishing for you to gas me yeah, out so. I, I just, I just right knocked you i knocked you <laughs> down and
0: now i gas you back up that's <laughs> dude that's a big that's a big ass accomplishment it's very very hard and just to put it in perspective bro like so what is what is a full iron man real quick it's what two and a half mile swim 126 mile bike no
1: no not 120 It's like 108 or
0: 110 i'm Okay, I mean, you know, twelve miles here, or there, okay. after two and a half miles. Yeah, spin. I guess
1: after a hundred, you know, what's a couple <laughs> extra miles? I know, I know. And then, um... and then a marathon, a full marathon at the end. <laughs> that's that's the part that's ridiculous, right? So, a, what story. a lot of people say is the, the Iron Man doesn't start until you start running. I've because, heard that. I mean, it, at at that point, what you see is it's it's insane. Like people just start dropping like flies, but. To go back to my yeah. journey with that is I wanted to do that because I, I am looking, I'm looking to push myself not only physically but mentally. Yeah. So with Ironmans, you cannot wear headphones. And That's why, crazy. Why don't they let people wear headphones is because the mental aspect is so much harder, Yeah. I would say, than the physical. I, I, I would say almost 90% of people – Almost everybody puts in the work to do an Ironman or a half Ironman yep. for the most part. Like, I, by the time I got up to the starting line. If you
0: line, don't, you, you're probably yeah. at that starting line. Like, what the You're probably fuck? not getting to the starting line. <laughs> oh, you're probably yeah.
1: just saying, screw it. I'm going to go home. You're a scratch. If you have enough cojones <laughs> to step up to the starting line, like, you've probably done some work to get there, right? Yeah. yeah. So, the the reward is in the training. Like the training, the mental benefit of getting out there, I did this by myself by yourself and doing a half marathon just on a Sunday. It's crazy. just like out there by yourself and that's, never.
0: That's impressive. Dude.
1: You just get you like get into, you really find out who you are as a person. yeah, and which is, which is why I love these types of events because it forces you to hit these par- parts and these areas within them where you you think you're like i don't know if i can do this
0: and it's almost not physical anymore no
1: it's not and it, it, you make the excuse that it's physical you're yeah like, i don't know if my I can
0: legs don't further. have the gas yeah my
1: legs can't <sighs> i can't run any further yeah you know i yeah. i uh, it hurts i'm cramping up or something along those lines but then having the ability to say like i've stopped during workouts i've st- i've stopped during i've walked multiple times i've gotten off my bike i've Throw my helmet. Like have you? you yeah, oh, I've, that's I've done funny. all this. I've done all this stuff where I'm like, I don't want to. D- like, this is, this is yeah, this pussy. is pussy. Po- this is this pointless. Like, why am I even doing? Oh, this? Thing? Oh, oh, oh! I thought
0: you were saying, oh, I'm a pussy for doing this. Like, for stopping. Well,
1: yeah. After that, I'm like, it's all about having the conver- those tough conversations with yourself. And I think that's where where I'm getting to is you end up having these really candid conversations with yourself, which are you're never gonna you're never gonna have those on a daily basis it's hard to get yourself into a situation where you're gonna sit down with yourself and be like what do you want out of life are you really gonna quit is
0: this
1: is this really what you're yeah all you're made of like is this this is all you are you gonna give up yeah you're gonna give up you really can't run another four miles you serious that's it (laughs) i know dude so like for me the the, the, the benefit is getting myself into that place where I have that conversation with myself because then after, if you can overcome that and not every, you can't overcome it every time. Like I've, I've quit during the middle of workouts. Yeah. But the point of that is like after you quit, you're like, okay, well like then you have a really tough conversation with yourself, right? Are you going to quit or are you going to get back out the next day and go out and train? So for me, the endurance aspect and pushing myself there is so beneficial for just peeling back those layers and just figuring out what kind of person I, I
0: am I'm kind of in awe I I didn't know we were gonna dig like that but I I wouldn't change a single word you, you added there because you're so right even in like a 45 minute crossfit workout that's really hard there's almost like a tangible end you know like it's a 12 minute workout when you're running like a two and a half hour run like 18 miles you've had to shit for the last 10 dude like the shit you could tell yourself is so funny like and the so getting into it the thing i think about um and i have these conversations with myself mid-workout sometime but obviously when you're doing a longer like endurance event i i, I think about almost my bitch voice for lack of a better word like the the inner part of my subconscious telling me, dude, you've already ran 10 miles. You're good. You're good, man. And then I have this other person being like, dude, you shouldn't stop now. You have more. You know, like I face those two internal dialogues. And before you hop in, the last thing I'm going to say is when you have a finite workout of 20 minutes, you can almost ignore it for a period of time. But when you're in a three-hour training session, you're not escaping that
1: yeah i mean how do you because the voice the bitch voice is always louder always always louder than the voice that says hey you can do this yeah how do you overcome what do you do when you start hearing that voice in the back of your head
0: that's a great question and it's gonna sound dark and it is you've seen me in some dark ass spots bro you see me in some dark spots
1: i've seen some i've seen some crazy stuff in in the gym with colton next to me i've seen him drooling on on the edge of (laughs) what is it called a feral just absolutely to your core like just natural natural environment i love that story
0: i love that story um but no so to your point i go to a dark spot um And I don't know how this is going to come off, but I'm interested to hear your feedback on it. But I think about like the people that used to make fun of me for being overweight, man. I I think about those chips on my shoulder that I've had, man. Like if it was relationships, whatever, I'm like, dude, like those people can't stop me. And I use like dark shit to motivate me through those dark periods, man. And I don't do it on an overwhelming basis, but when I need that – energy man to push through shit i'm thinking fuck that kid that made fun of me in high school because i was fat and used to like bully me and shit bro i'm thinking about outrunning that kid you know like and that's seriously what i go to but the larger vision right when i'm doing a marathon for the most part is like all right man like you're achieving something really cool and like you want to see how far you can push yourself mentally right that's the big thing but when you're in that dark shit like I need something that's a jolt to my system. I can't be like, "Oh, it's gonna look so cool to cross that finish line." Like that's not what I think when I'm in the moment of a workout. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to look that far forward sometimes. And, because you're in it. Yeah. You're in it, man. Yeah, how do you How do you stay f- present in that in that moment within that workout?
0: Well, I consciously use it. I consciously okay. use that ammo. I'll, I'll, I'll call it ammo, right? I don't operate in my everyday life like. Oh, that kid that bullied me, you know, that's the reason I'm getting up at 5.30. That's just not the reality of the situation. But I use that dark shit, man, like to motivate me. Dude, yeah, seriously? No, no, no. That's, like,
1: this is great stuff. I, I, David Goggins calls it the cookie
0: jars, right? I, I posted. I've like read his book. Well. Yeah, dude. And I posted something about that on Instagram one day. And, and I seriously think about it. Like, I go back to those long, dark runs when I was in high school. Um, And I don't know, man. I just almost make stories up that aren't even existing anymore to push me to that next level to where I can achieve. And, you know, I would never, ever equate myself to Michael Jordan ever in my life in any category ever. But he's talked about that. He's made shit up about other players of stuff they might have said to him after the game so he can go out there and absolutely dominate. Yeah, that was the craziest thing
1: about that documentary was he would literally formulate these stories in his head. Of people basically saying shit and then go out and use that as motivation do you do it am i crazy no i do the same i do the same thing i, I don't yeah when i'm really when i'm really getting into that dark space which isn't necessarily on a daily basis but when no, i've had it's, those it's few, toxic yeah when i've had those few workouts where it's i don't know how how am i gonna get through this like i i want to quit yeah and then i'm like then i get into that space
0: and you can't be there forever, man. No,
1: but what it does do for you, and I think we, we're coming full circle on this, is by putting yourself in an uncomfortable position, you're forcing yourself to talk to yourself and coach yourself through those moments, which is so beneficial throughout the rest of your day, right? Which is why I, I can't, talk enough about the men, like the mental benefits i get from putting myself in those positions i
0: never thought about it like that right. i see exactly what you're saying yeah you're okay. teaching
1: yourself and i heard this the other day that the person that's going to talk to you the most in your own life it's yourself so if you can teach yourself how to talk to, to how to coach yourself through those moments through whatever kind of tools you need to to utilize that's going to exponentially help you with the
0: rest of your life. And so I'm understanding you correctly here and to kind of tangibilize it for myself, like if you have a presentation, right, or if you have some scary like meeting you have to run, right, use the, the conversations you have with yourself in the gym mentally to kind of push yourself to that next level to either prepare or when you're on stage with whatever it is as it you know relates to your job. To perform, right? To have those good conversations with yourself so you can achieve whatever you need to achieve outside of the gym.
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say it's you're not getting physically uncomfortable in those situations. I, I, I sweat like, a you little. bit I sweat a little fidgety and sweaty <laughs> and physically uncomfortable in those situations, but it, it's to to the extent of the it being uncomfortable. It's so much less uncomfortable than being, I don't know, like 16 miles into a run or whatever that might be for you. And it's different for everybody. Like, I talk about, because I've been doing this for so long, like, I talk about those those things because that's where I'm at. But for some people, it could just be, it could just be like 45 minutes into a walk.
0: You're right. Uh, I I see what you're saying. Everyone
1: is at a different level, and I don't want to act like, I'm superior because I'm I'm doing like eight That's months. a really but good that's point. That's what I have to get to. Like for me personally, like that's where I'm at. Everyone else is at a different point, but what I'm getting to is think about that. You're physically uncomfortable, right? Yeah. When you're going for a presentation or you, you're doing these things, it's physically uncomfortable, but not that much. Yeah. And then also reassure yourself through those moments, those dark moments that you had during those workouts, and you've gotten through. Yeah that's that you use those tools to coach yourself through those moments
0: that is now that's powerful i i didn't even think we were going to go there with it but i i totally agree with you um and you mentioned you kind of have a different threshold for this just given your experience for you know physical fitness and kind of the things you've done in your career what i'm just curious like what advice would you give someone if they're looking to Maybe not start like a physical fitness journey, but what advice would you give people just kind of given your experience in fitness and kind of doing some of these endurance events? Like, where should someone get started? Because I kind of want to leave it on the mental aspect. I think we're digging into a lot of good stuff here, and we can kind of leave out the the physical. I think physical people understand you're going to get healthier. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, we got bro science, physical stats over here. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I'm bro. Dr- Dude, throw them up on the whiteboard.
0: I, I am a bro. I'm a bro.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is,
0: can you repeat that question? <laughs> I like that. So dude, nothing wrong with that. You, you, if, you, if you need to hear a question again, um, that's not a big deal at all. No. So what I was saying is, what advice would you give people? Maybe I should have just shortened it to this. But like, what advice would you give people that are trying to get into the fitness? You know, Maybe they don't have six years of experience, but something from this podcast, they were like, hey. Uh, I want to start my journey, you know, I want to get better physically, man. So I can, so I can have some of those mental benefits that you guys are talking about.
1: Yeah. I would say is pick a lofty goal, you know, pick something you don't think you can do okay. and aim for that and just start off small, start off chipping away. It doesn't
0: have to be a, a marathon. Yeah.
1: 40. It doesn't have to be a marathon. Like yeah. maybe it's a 5k Yeah. or maybe it's, maybe it's just getting to the gym. Maybe it's just going into the gym. Like, start off small. And this is where people... This is where a lot of people set themselves up to fail because they start by trying to do all these things all at once, right? You, you start you go into the gym and you just wreck yourself the first day. I'm going to do three
0: hours. I'm yeah. going to do every body part. And start then I'm going to chug a protein. Yeah, it's issue.
1: really easy to try to just bite off a humongous piece. Yep. But in the same sense, like... It's the journey is like eating an elephant, right? Yeah, like if you try Try to just eat as much as possible, as quickly as possible, like you're gonna get full and throw up, right? You got to do it slowly over
0: time. Consistency is a big thing. I'm hearing huge, yeah, huge. It's all about if you you,
1: if you don't have if you're starting at square one, just getting into a gym or getting a a walk in is a win.
0: I I, I agree. And the one thing I want to say,
1: what I was dumb. okay. I mean, no, I no. shoot this back. To yeah, you shoot, it back. Shoot, shoot it back. Shoot it back. Dude.
0: Shoot it back. Go ahead. So shooter, <laughs> for me, I, I I totally agree with you, man. When you say like set a goal that's hard, right? So something that's lofty, but when you say lofty goal, I the, when I set goals, right, I think about something I can accomplish on a day to day basis because I want to feel like I'm moving the needle each and every day. So I, with that being the context, I really gotta stay on the idea that you got to find consistency and how do you do that you find something you actually can see yourself doing um i know crossfit's super extreme for a lot of people but i think there's so many good communities that can help support you when it comes to physical fitness man like if it's if it's a running community you know soul cycle any of those things orange theory like Bar. I don't even know what that is, but I know it's cool. Like I I don't I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm sorry, man. I don't know what it is. Guessing it
1: has to do with a bar.
0: (laughs) No. But you know what I mean, man, or like Peloton. Like there's so many good things out there that I feel like I get from CrossFit and, and, and you know, you and I obviously do it together, but it's like when you're having a shitty day, the people there are in a good mood to put you in a place where maybe you can succeed that day, even though you didn't have the mindset. And just that support factor is really big for me. Um, that's why I encourage that. I think, I think with. The big commercial gyms, sometimes it's hard to find that group of people that will hold you accountable. Um, And that's why if we talk about consistency, these long-term goals, and in order to achieve those long-term goals, you got to achieve things consistently on a daily basis, right? That's what we just said. I think you got to find a community or something you really enjoy Um, because I don't think CrossFit's the end-all be-all for anyone, man. So I think it's all about community finding something that you like to do. That would be my answer in one one sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm hearing you say community. Yeah. I've heard you say it like four times. In the oh, last did I did I? So we'll, I'm nervous. No, 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 no. You make me nervous. I, I'm man. just hearing you say community a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. As as something that someone that's a little Chris Voss. That's oh, a little Chris
0: Voss.
1: Yo, I caught red handed. I, I heard you. I've heard you
0: do it a lot of times.
1: <laughs> so that's what I'm hearing you say. Community, yeah. community, community. Yep what about that do you think is so impactful versus and you kind of talked about it a little bit but Mm -hmm. i want you to dig into it a little bit deeper is what what do you think the impact of joining a community like that is Uh,
0: one uh, one and i think our friendship and our friend group does a great job of this but holding you accountable to the things you want to achieve on the days you don't want to achieve them is a big one um the other thing is just going through the trials and tribulations of like hard shit with other people, man, makes you so much closer to them. I don't know what it is, and I never experienced this really in like the six years. I, actually, sorry, I, I shouldn't say six years because I think when you're in a sports, when you're on a sports team, I think a lot of this comes out right where you guys are like on that last sprint and you're like pushing. You know, the two best people on the team are pushing each other, right? So I think you have that um, in the sports world, but. Not having that once you get out of college and in this, like, young, you know, when you're trying to find something that you can consistently do in terms of fitness, having those people that hold you accountable and are just in the trenches with you every day, um, there's just something special there. I, I don't really know how else to articulate it other than that.
1: Yeah, I think you nailed it right on the head. Group suffering is amazing, is um, uh, incredible. Yeah, whether it's CrossFit, Soul Cycle, Orange Theory. Anything along those lines, that's why – why do you think they're so popular? Because every day you're going in and we're getting crushed yeah. by a workout around the same people. Yeah. And there's consistency around those people that are in the gym every day. And so there's that accountability. It's like, hey, I saw you weren't there the other day. What happened? Like. And they don't on? even meet it in a rude way. Yeah, they don't even meet it in a rude way. They're just like, hey, dude, I missed you. Yeah, and man. you're like, god, I, I didn't come because I was
0: being should... – you signed up, bro, yeah. but where were you? Where I, were you, I hit the snooze. <laughs> yeah. I hit the
1: snooze. Nah, man. And to your point, yeah, it's, it's also, sorry to cut you off, no, come, the come. big bond, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah.
1: You know, like with just you, it's it's such a humbling thing too. And I think that's why what we both take away from from CrossFit and why we talk about it so much is it's different every single day. So some days like, you know, I I'm at the top of the heap, but on other days you're humbled really quick. You get knocked down to the bottom of that mountain every once in a while and it's it's great because you're forced to be in this situation where everyone's humble, everyone's there to get a good workout and
0: everyone's always super supportive of each other. That's huge. I I totally forgot about that when we were we when we were talking about CrossFit. I mean, we we talked about it so much, but um Something that just attracts me to it endlessly is to your point, man, like there's always something to get better at with CrossFit. You might get better at a movement, but you can put more weight on or do it quicker. Like it's so humbling to 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 your exact point, go in one day, win, you know, in the class for whatever that's worth. But then the next day, come back and finish like dead last. You just know you're never at the finish line of CrossFit, right? You're never Matt Frazier because we're so far away from that. But there's always incremental things you can do to get better. And it's exactly what happened to me today, right? I missed the lift and I was like, fuck, you know, every time, every fucking time. <laughs> but
1: no, it humbles. So me. frustrating, but also
0: so rewarding at the same time. Right, because then once you get it, and this is another thing with like these endurance events, man. It's like once you get it, you're like, holy shit. I just can't believe I climbed that mountain. You know? like, Like I remember my legs at the end of the marathon, dude. And it's such a crazy story. But me and this kid from Navy, like he was running it. I don't know where his family was. Like he was out there and it was just me and him in this last mile. We're like, dude, you want to like crank this shit out together? And we just fucking went. And like I remember us crossing the finish line together. And we were like, dude, I had no idea before I started this that I was going to be able to do this. Like mentally. It had nothing to do with the physical. It was just like your mental capacity to just push the envelope is so insane. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that circles – it reminds me. I mean we talked a lot about my endurance journey. Mm -hmm. Why don't you talk a little bit about yours and what you did?
0: Yeah. I I mean last year I did the Marine Corps Marathon. um, And really for me, it's – funny you kind of asked me this but i think i touched on a lot of the things i used already to like achieve that you know whatever people would call that success Uh, you know i didn't think it was goal for you it was a goal right And, and that's a great word to use it was just a goal for me man to like push myself in these endurance events i didn't have like a great time or anything but i was in a space mentally man where like i needed to just fucking figure shit out and that's what those long runs were for me and like Dude, I listened to Till I Collapse probably fifty fucking times on that marathon run, and I was just like, I felt like I was just building myself mentally. Does that make sense? Like, you know, Goggins says he's like, you got to build that armor, like that mental armor. Like, I feel like that's what I was doing through it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of time when I, I can totally relate to that
1: because a lot of the time when I have to work through stuff and I'm really stressed out about things or I'm yeah. dealing with I'm dealing with some shit that's hard, I go out for a run. It's dude, or it, a walk or like. Mostly, it's for, for a run. Yeah, but for some people, it can we've be gone we've gone
0: cycling before to do that too. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, just blow off some steam. Just you always feel. I always feel better about something that's frustrating me, stressing yeah. me out after I kind of release something, release yeah. it physically.
0: And I feel like for for me, and I'd be interested to hear your feedback because we're circling back on the the endurance events. Um, do you like? give yourself a pat on the back for doing it like do you do you say to yourself man i just proved something to me because like I, i'm like kind of getting really like fucking passionate about this shit like that's what i found in the marathon i was like dude you just proved something to yourself you know because we talked about like some of the shit i meant went through mentally with like my friends and other shit on the last podcast but seriously i was like dude i need to prove something to myself with this marathon like do you ever feel that did you feel that when you ran or did your triathlon
1: a little bit okay uh i i was honestly, a little darker dude yeah you you went into a dark space because you dealt with some issues some yeah, some injuries we talk during about that if you want I don't yeah care. why don't why don't you talk about that and what what leading up to your marathon and what challenges that posed for you and how you dealt with them
0: yeah um i don't know if this is the route you're going but i'm gonna take it here and we can see what it unpacks. but yeah man um so I got out of a really long term relationship before this marathon and so I started training for it as I guess a way to escape whatever you want to call it but I just threw myself into fitness and then you know I was basically running four days a week and doing CrossFit seven days a week and I fucked up my knee stupidest thing ever that was so much ego dude it was so much ego so dumb but basically I couldn't run for like like, I don't know, two months. And then the marathon was the third month, right? So I had like four weeks to try and figure out how to run fucking 26 miles. It was hilarious. (laughs) It was hilarious. Everyone at the gym was like, what is this What is this lunatic doing? But so I just tried to figure it out, man. Like I just really tried to like visualize myself crossing the finish line just because I needed to prove something to myself at that stage of my life I was in. I don't really have an answer for why I needed it. But dude, physical fitness has always been a thing for me that is just so cause and effect that like to me, it's something I can control the outcome of. And it just felt like the right place for me to put my energy and, and to learn and adapt mentally. Like that's what it was for me at that. Yeah. Period it's of my on time. you, right? It, there's no one else there, man. Yeah. You know? So that's what it was for me. And I, 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 again, I think you just had this like larger vision of with your triathlon. But for me, it was just like, dude, I need to figure it. I got to figure shit out mentally and prove something to myself
1: yeah i i think i struggle with like you said after the marathon you know what it seems like you had some pretty profound like emotion
0: but dude i almost cried crossing com- that finish line bro
1: yeah see that's like that's super powerful yeah for me i i was like i crossed and i was just like yeah i mean i finished half an iron man that's yeah, cool i guess i think
0: that's something it's with... not
1: a full i mean this is so much struggle with it was like no one brags about reading half a book and i forget who i heard say that but I finished the half Ironman. I was like, all right, well, when am I doing the full one? You know, which is because something because you're like, successful, bro. Well, you have a I success mean, mindset. I thing. Like, I, I don't, I tend to not, I t- tend to move on from certain things like quickly. Yeah. Because for me, it was cool to finish the race, but it was, it really comes down like the process of it. Yeah. Was so much more beneficial than getting out there during the day and doing it. I. Think I mean, the- I. Like two weeks before, and I don't think this was nearly as bad as your injury, but like three weeks before my my triathlon or Ironman, I f- fell off my bike going like 25 miles an I remember hour. Remember that? Dislocated the crap out of my your finger, finger looked hideous. Dude, it was bro. so bad. I was wearing a helmet, so I was fine mentally. But I, I, I remember I fell. I got up, I was like feeling myself, I was like, oh, I'm fine, and it was classic, like I look at my hand, and my my, my finger next to my pinky, I don't know what it's called, Yeah. every finger has like a specific name, The finger name, next right? to the pinky, ring yeah, finger, that? bro, ring, oh, finger. ring finger, there we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess like commitment issues, but uh, <laughs> yeah, ring finger, and it was like, it was 90 degrees, no, like it was bad, yeah. and I was like, oh god, that's not that. good, and like, I had a little burst of adrenaline, didn't really feel the pain, and then I... Obviously, went to the emergency room. They popped it back in.
0: Still haven't broken a bone. It that's great.
1: Yeah, it was just a little dislocated.
0: Well, dude, but, I mean, what I wanted to say on that, and, and sorry to cut you off, but that's one thing I always try and acknowledge with you. Like when you do something really good, I feel like as a good friend of yours, I always try and highlight some of the amazing things you've transitioned or done. Like I think the triathlons, obviously, one of them. Um, but you know, like with your career and shit, man, I always try and be like one of those people that. You know we we joke about gassing each other up, but like when I tell you like I appreciate something about you, or when I tell you like dude you did a great job like transitioning, like your relationship and your career over the last year, like I really mean that shit because for some some successful people and like I I, I or people that are really driven, subconsciously they never s- like stop to take a, a second, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's so funny because I'm completely hypocritical
1: in that sense. Like I am really about supporting people like with you like i'll hype you up with all your accomplishments yeah and everybody else and yeah alex is like the number one support observer of this yeah because I'll, I'll compliment her i'll like do all this thing all this stuff and then she gives me a compliment and i'm like i get like it crawls under my skin yeah and i think that's just something i have to to work on and deal with but yeah for me it's it's just about the process like this is just it just keep moving forward you know it's crazy
0: to hear your subconscious think like that man i i just i just i I feel like i have to develop and it It seems like you just have this unique aspect to put yourself there in places where like you struggle in order to succeed and it's crazy man like i don't even know what to say because i just don't innately have that Movement in my body, even though I do it, like I do it. I guess for different. I feel like you do. You just don't. I'm. I'm a little bit. I
1: feel like I'm a little bit more conscious in that fact. But you do it. Unconsciously, we're going back to this unconscious versus
0: yeah, yeah, conscious.
1: But yeah, I feel like you do it the same thing. You just do it a little bit more like unconsciously. What
0: I was saying, you were more subconscious with. I'm saying you're more subconscious of just putting yourself in those places to struggle or succeed. And then subconsciously you're like, oh, I just got to attain the next goal. Like for me, it would be so easy to tell myself, hey, you ran a marathon, that's great. But like, I know I need to do this Iron Man next year with you, just because like I know I need that for my mental. Like I don't know, like I consciously think about that. But you were just like, dude, this is nothing, man. I got to do an Iron Man. You know, like it was just subconscious to you, like to think about it. Yeah, I get. I
1: guess so. That's, that's funny. <laughs> it's great. Saying. I was, I was talking about it because it's, it, it was honestly, so I trained for this Iron Man that was supposed to be in April last year and it got canceled because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Trained f- till like a month That's up until so, it. You were in such just good got, shape, bro. just got crushed when it was like, it was completely canceled. I knew it was coming. So I, I stopped for a little bit and then I started back up, but the training for it was just brutal because it's during the winter, like it's, it's you're inside a lot. It's. Yeah, I was alone doing it again. Like I was just alone. I was on the road too. I was traveling a lot. Yeah. I was taking my bike with me, and trainer, and doing it in hotel rooms. So it was just, it was just hard to do. And that's the process you're talking about. Yeah. And now I'm, I, it's funny because I'm, dreading the process, frankly, because it's just, uh, it's hard. There's so much time that goes into it. And Alex is like, ah, you know, like. You know, you
0: don't have to do it. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, Because naturally you are like, I want to do it. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's it's in a, your nature to push to that next yeah. level. And this is one thing I, I've been thinking about this a ton, man, and actually had this thought like when I was cycling down the beach last weekend. Have you seen Nick Bear's video where it says, Nick Bear, you're an Iron Man"? Have you heard oh. that video?
1: i don't think i've i've seen pieces of it i definitely i definitely saw it like I started following him last year a little bit closer just because he was doing an iron man so i was like oh this is pretty cool like this dude is huge he's ripped it, it's just like massive he's yeah. like very like large yeah and that's just it's hard to do an iron man when you're that big and muscular it's, it's just hard to do the impact on your knees and everything like the pounding Ironmans aren't healthy from a physical standpoint, which is no another thing I forgot to touch on. Is there you go. they're not healthy from a physical standpoint. You know, yeah. anyone who tells you doing an Ironman is healthy is goddamn lost their mind. <laughs> but it, what So it are is, you calling us crazy? Well, yeah, I, I absolutely. What it is, what it is, healthy and ben, beneficial for is the mental, right? So yeah, but to circle back on Nick Bear, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen pieces of that video, but what are you getting at?
0: So, dude, like, this weekend I was I was riding, and it was like towards the end of the night, and I was like, ah, I don't really want to, dude, I don't really want to ride anymore. Like, you know, I I just feel like kind of stopping, and it's just weird. It hit me like in this time when it was kind of like, then it like it was kind of sunsetting, and I thought about Nick Bear's video. And it's like, Nick Bear, you're an Ironman. And I kept repeating, like, Colton Richards, you're an Ironman. Like, I just thought about that, man. And it just fucking has been in my mind. That has, like, been in my mind for the last couple of weeks. So if you hear me saying any crazy shit when we start this Ironman training, you know why now.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see you during these workouts. Loving these workouts, dude. It's going to be great. (laughs) Ton
0: of fun, I'm not going to be smiling. I'm not going to be optimistic, Colton. I'm going to be, like... I, I curse at myself. Yeah, you, 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 you get scary, dude. dude. dude I, I, see I like, I've
1: seen them during workouts. I'm like, I, can I, me, I? might move over a couple feet here. That'll be just dude, let, that'll this, be fun. let this let this uh, let this let this marinate over here. I'll let
0: this demon yeah. just
1: chill. Yeah, um, but that's that's cool. What I'm hearing you say with this strategy, though, well, yeah. it seems like you have a consistent strategy for getting through things. Like you're thinking, you think about a specific thing, and. That's a repeating theme when you get to that place. Oh yeah. So that might be good for somebody to think about. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Is to just think about, you know, a lot of people say don't get to the finish line before you like don't think about the finish line before you get there. I've heard people say that, but what's super powerful is thinking about actually thinking about crossing the finish line, right? You got a vision. Yeah. Creating that vision for that goal. Yeah. Whatever goal it might be, is huge. Yeah. Definitely a great strategy, like that's something I could probably benefit for from a little bit. I know I
0: do it from time to time, but that's a great point. dude, I think this was amazing, man. I think we unpacked a ton that I didn't even expect and before we check out, man, I just want to say one thing because you're right with goal setting and everything like it's important to have a vision, and the point i i I think I just want to make is that there are so many. Things that I don't even think we can cover them all about the benefits that come from being the best version of, of yourself from a fit and health, fitness and health standpoint. But like, we can't tell people what that best version of themselves is, right? Like, we can't tell them it's an Iron Man just because we're doing an Iron Man. It's like whatever that is for you, you might not find it the first time, the second time, the third time, the fifth time. But like, try, man. Like, I think some of the things we talked about is just there's so many benefits to health and fitness, man. Um,
1: yeah, and finding the best version of yourself, I, seems like, is, has a lot to do with putting yourself in those situations, specifically within a fitness scenario.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And I don't know how else you can get to that place, physically. Uh, like, if you can get to that place some 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 way else, let let, let me know. Th- let me know. Call me <laughs> Shoot up. It might be a little bit easier, Shoot but I haven't found out another way to get to those those points that really.
0: Helped me figure out what kind of person I am. I think it's helped us both so much. You know, like I don't. Uh, we we've talked about this before, but I, I don't think we would be half the people we are without like our exposure to fitness and, and health. You know, no, definitely, definitely not, definitely not. All right. If you enjoyed the episode and think someone can benefit from hearing these conversations, it it would sincerely mean the world to us if you shared the podcast. I know there's a lot more of us out there and continue to engage with us. We love talking with you guys. Um, And thanks for listening. See you Thursday for the third episode. I can't believe we're still calling it the Halftime Huddle, but the third episode of the Halftime Huddle. Check it.